Hi, everyone. Thanks for taking time to stop by the campfire. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Tonight, I've got a really special treat. Well, by the end of this podcast, I hope you'll be finding it as much as a treat as I do, because this is really one of those special moments of a camp director seeing, you know, kind of quote unquote, one of your kids become a professional leader of campers and staff. We've had a handful of young men and women that over the past many years make the the difficult transitions uh, to get to this point. Tonight, I've got one of those special young people around the campfire. Jorge Perez started camp as a 10-year-old with no idea about what summer camp was all about. I remember him cautiously stepping off of the van, grabbing his very much too big suitcase and trying to muscle it to his bunk himself. We certainly helped him uh, right away. But 12 years later, Jorge has now turned himself into one of the most loving, wise, and wonderful young men that I know. Around the campfire tonight, we're going to talk about his path from becoming a counselor to a division head, the lessons that he's learned along the way, and how he applies those lessons to the little world around him back home. So without further ado and more babbling from me, let me introduce to you my very good friend, Jorge Perez. Jorge, man, it is so cool to have you around the digital campfire. Hey, Cole, how is it going today? It's going fantastic. So you and I have shared a whole lot of campfires in our lives together. Um, but you've got a really cool entry into the summer camp world that that not a lot of people know about, not a lot of people even know it exists there. So to catch everybody up to speak, because I, I haven't really introduced this aspect of your engagement with camp, how did it start for you? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And thanks again for having me on. Um, it all started back when I was in third grade. I was a little um, kid who went to White Plains High School here in New York. And I was lucky enough to be in a classroom with my teacher named Mr. George Suji. And he was working on behalf of a program that I didn't really know about. And he started sending two of my good friends to camp. And I was very, very uh, aware of what was going on because of obviously those are some great friends of mine. And I was interested. I, I, I kind of only very vaguely knew about what camp was like camp isn't at all a thing um, with my friends, my family. It's not a thing we ever talk about. Campfires are not a thing around here. It's things yeah. you see in the movies. But um yeah, then one time that I was literally just about to head onto the bus, uh, he stops me randomly. I'm just about to head on the bus and he says, Jorge, do you want to go to camp? And I said, uh, yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll talk to you later. And that was it. And <laughs> that, that was, was it. That was the story. And he's like, I'll talk to your mom. And then I said, cool. And I didn't know if he'd actually follow up on that, but of course he did. He was by far the best teacher I ever had. And um, a few weeks later, my mom's like, hey, do you want to go to camp? They're going to send you to a camp called Camp Cobison. And I said, whoa, okay, yeah, that's interesting. You're going to go with a couple of friends. And I said, great, this all sounds perfect. Um, I'm totally open for this since I know that, you know, my friends had a great experience the, the year before. And camp trucking came picked up my stuff and about three, four, three or four days right before I was about to head on the bus and head to Camp Cobbison, I broke my arm. Really? Sorry. So I had no idea about this part of the story. Yeah. So this is, yeah. So I broke my arm 
I spoke to Mr. Suji and it was, you know, a heartbreaking phone call just because I knew that I was missing out on something. I just didn't know exactly what I was missing out on. He said, listen, you can totally still go to camp. Just know that you won't be able to play soccer. You won't be able to, you know, do any of these things. <laughs> not even the lake. <laughs> not even the lake. And, yeah. and to me, I was just like, you know what? Let me just wait. I'll just wait another year. And I had a huge cast that was literally going up to my shoulder. Oh. And that's it. That was that summer. And the next summer, my mom approached Mr. Suji saying, hey, is this opportunity still available? And Mr. Suji said, yeah, there is an opportunity for him to go to camp, except it's not going to be with his friends. It's going to be at a new camp with the new director. You're just going to have to, you know, go by yourself and, and go for it. And I asked him, sure, what, what's the name of this camp? And he said, it's called Camp Waquake in Lakewood, Pennsylvania. And it required me going by myself. I was a bit nervous at first, but I totally just said, you know what? Let's go. I'm, I'm not going to miss out on another year of, of, of whatever that is, whatever is over there. <laughs> I'm not missing out on another year. And so that's yeah, how you made it. That's how I ended up at camp. It was a stroke of luck and, and I'm just beyond blessed. So how did Mr. Suji connect us you know, for, for everybody? Yes. Yeah, so Mr. Suji actually worked for an organization. Uh, I believe I have the organization written down here. Maybe you can um, let me know. I think it was. Um, Focus for the future. Focus yes. on the future. I have it written down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like I said, um, Mr. Suji um, was working for an organization called uh, Focus for the Future. He was a representative who was sending a couple of kids from White Plains um, to camp. And yeah, that's how Mr. Suji kind of like beyond blessed my family in, in introducing us to this whole camp world, which obviously was just amazing. That's amazing. All right. So that's 2010. I, was, yeah. I looked up. So that was literally Kate and I had been there for one summer. It was our second summer at camp. And you show up and you actually sent this amazing photo. I'm going to put it up um, on the web for everybody to see um, of you and Kate and I uh, that Mr. Suji took right there at the Gaga pit after your first summer. And oh my gosh, I remember going into your bunk because the next door, the other side of the bunk was, was actually empty. You know, at that point we didn't really have any kids. Um, and we turned one side of the buck into a soccer, indoor soccer. Remember that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like you said, there weren't that many kids at camp up until that point. So the other side of the camp, you know, you just have to use your resources. So we had another, another side of the bunk completely available. So me and a couple of my great friends that I met over there, Graham Reese, um, and <laughs> other friends, we made that side into a soccer field and just completely had a blast. And, and yeah, the camp felt, you know, compared to what it is now back then, it was very, very small. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny how the progression has gone. Um, and now here we are. So 13 summers later, um, you've been a camper for a couple of years. You took a couple of years off. Then you came back to be a staff member. Why, why did you want to do that? So I guess from the first moment I stepped off the bus and I got introduced by a division head by the name of Zach, uh, no. wearing a white shirt with the yellow font. It was the classic Waquake staff shirt. Um, mm. I got off the bus and he introduced us with just the most welcoming smile and just walked us through the gates. And he gave us a, a small little tour about what camp was. And that first day, I remember seeing the impact that those counselors had on making me feel comfortable. And from that moment as a 10 year old, I said, wow, what it would be like to work here. So like you said, it took me a couple of years to come back, but once I was able to come back and wear that iconic shirt that I've always looked up, to, <laughs> it was just like, wow, it was just amazing. So yeah, just the impact they had on me, I, I had to pay it forward at some point. 
That's awesome. So what was it like looking back coming from a situation where your family had no experience in camp and your friends had very, very little experience in camp to all of a sudden showing up, you know, now here you are as a, you know, 23 year old looking back on that. What, what were you thinking at that point? And, and what looking back on it, what, what do you think it meant? I think, um, the moment I stepped off the the bus and 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 I was greeted by you and my new division head Zach, it, it was surreal to think to myself that I'm somewhere where my family has never been or mm-hmm. friends have never been, um, and it was an unfamiliar feeling. But I remember like being so welcomed from the moment I jumped in, and it was just like every single person that I spoke to, including you know the friends that I was actually no, it wasn't even a bus call, it was a van van. At the right. time, there was only two Mawa vans. It, it was yep. a van. Six <laughs> it was. It wasn't even a, a, a bus like it is nowadays. It was a van, yep. and I came out. I came out of that little van, and I remember thinking to myself, "Wow, this is amazing! Just this is what I've been missing out on. This is what my one friend named Manny Torres told me that camp is all about." And um, looking back at it what it meant was just the first time that I can like go into somewhere and completely be myself. That's, that's exactly what it meant. It felt like, um, I mean, at the time um, my English wasn't what it is now. My English was Mm -hmm. not so great as it is now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even, even just that, like being welcomed despite, despite the fact that my English wasn't great and, you know, everything was just so unfamiliar and mm-hmm. I just, I guess I, the, the idea that someone said, listen, be yourself here, whatever you're going to do here at camp, however, you're going to impact anybody whatsoever, just be yourself here. And yeah. looking back at it, like, yeah, it was just a welcoming feeling. And that's what I forever wanted to create when I, well, you know, and, and a really big part on you because you jumped right in. Um, yeah. I still have a great photo. In fact, I still show it to families when I go in their homes of you in a lineup and, um, you know, a color wear lineup wearing your Navy shirt, got your mohawk going and you're like screaming like, ah, you're into it, you know? So yeah. Cause uh, yeah, my just, parents always told me, listen, just go in for it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's something my parents instilled in me just to whatever you do, do it at a hundred percent, do it with full, full throttle. And, you know, I, I just wanted to experience what it is. And I didn't want to ever leave camp thinking, what if I was a bit more myself? What if I tried this? Mm-hmm. It's like, leave mm-hmm. it all out, be yourself, be authentic and be nice and kind to everyone. And let that be that. That's awesome. All right. So come back, your counselor, you want to be one of the color war leaders. So obviously you, you had a very good summer uh, in 2021, even though it was a challenging summer, I think for a lot of us. And then all of a sudden you, you Kate, you know, uh, my, my fetching Mrs. Kelly uh, decides she's going to lift you up out of the, uh, the counselor ranks, make you a division head. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about that. What, what was that? You've now gone from camper to counselor to division head, you're all of a sudden in charge of a whole age group. So what was that like? So um, let me just say this off the bat. I would not have been um, as good of a division head without a year as a counselor for myself Mm -hmm. personally, Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was so um, such a challenge for me to be able to connect with my counselors if I hadn't lived what they've lived through, you know, right. I think as a counselor, the the first time you're in, it's you're with the kids 
24 hours from the moment these kids wake up to the moment they go to bed you are on high alert to make sure that they are okay that their that their safety comes first and that they're enjoying every ounce of the summer possible mm-hmm. as a division head you almost have to take a bit of a step back and look at a bigger picture so mm-hmm. as opposed to thinking about the individual kids which of course I did my best to do it was also making sure that my counselors had the stamina to to be there and and you know and and do their their job in a fulfilling way not only to the campers to them to themselves too because this mm-hmm. you know it's if the staff isn't doing well then i just feel like the campers can suffer for that and it's, yeah. it's just you know it's just a great feeling when everything is clicking when my counselors are doing well that i was that i was supporting and then the kids are doing well as well it was a huge yeah. step up but i very much enjoyed it <laughs> do you think having been a camper also was helpful Absolutely. I think even um, the first year I was a counselor, I remember thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, this much work goes into it. Like, I didn't (laughs) know. Like, you kind of have that like that new level of gratitude of like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that this much went into camp. Like, you know, every single meeting we had during orientation, I took something out of it and thought to myself, wow, that's why my counselors did that for those six Mm -hmm. years. You know, I was Mm -hmm. just amazed at how much work and the details that, you know, add to and contribute to just an amazing summer. It's not, you don't, you know, it's not just a thing where let's say, Hey, let's just go and do it. It's Hey, let's do it, but let's focus on the details. Let's focus on what could happen and what we would do in a certain situation. Mm -hmm. I remember just being amazed. And then once I got to the division head role, I was amazed again. I was like, wait, (laughs) I didn't know that, you know, this much work got put into counselors being placed with kids. Even that. Oh my gosh. Those nights are crazy, aren't they? Those night nice pictures and you're up late and you all the horse trading going on. <laughs> Those were brutal. Those were brutal, but in just the most amazing way. And again, yeah. another level of gratitude um, to say to myself, wow, this much goes into it as a division head. Like I've my first year as a counselor, I was um, lucky enough to have Carlos as my at Lowe's yeah. as my division yeah. head. And yeah. again, I didn't know that that much work went into that. And having been a camper as well, I know what I enjoyed and I know how I would have wanted to communicate with my counselors and division head mm-hmm. to enjoy the summer even more. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, you know, I live every level. It's like as a division head, I thought to myself, what does that camper feel? How can we make it mm-hmm. better for him? How mm-hmm. did I want to feel as a camper, as a counselor? How did I want to be supported? And as a division head, it's like, how can I, you know, do all of that at the same time while also making sure that everyone's just smiling and that's having awesome. Well, you know, and in Los, you you had an unbelievable mentor. I mean, the man's like a swan. You know, he's just serene on the on the top. It looks everything is great, and he's kicking like crazy underneath to keep up. But he is. That's exactly you, true. But you never know. He's just like, yep, I got it. No, it's, it's no problem. <laughs> yeah, he makes, he makes it look so easy. And I remember he really does. First, he really does. Division head. I told him, Los, how did you do that? I'm running yeah. everywhere right now. How did you do that? <laughs> and I think by the second the session of of last summer, it, it, of this summer, it, it just felt more natural. Right? Like you right. quickly realize, you know what? Don't pay so much attention to those tiny, tiny little things. Focus on like those details instead. Like you right. quickly learn. And I just, I feel like my first session division head, Jorge was just another division head compared to the second session because you learn yeah. it and you realize, wow, this is what it takes. So, yeah. Well, and I think you, you put your head on your, your finger on something that's really important for people to understand is that when you're an alum you know, from camp, I mean, whether you're going back to our camp or any camp in the country, you were a camper, you have no idea the amount of effort that's being put into it 
by the 19 to 22 year old staff members, you know, or, or yeah. younger, you know, yeah, no. there's so much. And it's amazing. You walk around, you talk, every person you talk to, like, I had no idea. It's like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into this. Yeah. Um, and then obviously going to that next level up, um, without a doubt, this is a, a ton of stuff. What, what do you feel like you've taken from your experiences, you know, at, at camp? And applied back home, either you know, with your family, your friends, your work, your your school. Like, what have you taken and, and put back into the world? Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that like my friends and family are somewhat tired of me saying, "Hell, at camp, I did this." <laughs> Not that. Um, I guess just like you know, being kind to everyone. I think even coming from where I came from, um, you know, just. Uh, being an immigrant here and just like building my way up and and doing what I had to do. Um, not only did camp offer me a place to to learn English a lot more, but it also offered me a place to realize that like you can be kind effortlessly, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, the gratitude, attitude and courage theme that is complete like, that is is praised on at camp. I completely see it back home, you know, in mm-hmm. my interactions with co-workers or friends or family, you know, I always tend to remind myself, like, would Camp Jorge do this? You know, like, (laughs) I would be back at camp because I always sincerely say that the best version and the version of myself that I love the most is when I walk in camp, like when I'm walking Mm -hmm. around camp. I just love that version of myself because it's so authentic. And the first year after I got back, I remember thinking to my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, I want to eat raisin bran now and she's like why i'm like because i had it at camp and my mom mom can tell you like the kid that left for camp was always a little bit nervous every every year but Mm -hmm. came back with a different attitude and after six years of doing it you come back and you quickly realize that camp it doesn't change anybody but it guides people into you know Mm. you know certain mannerisms you know let's Mm -hmm. let's let's always be kind to everyone because I've always thought that if you don't see beauty in the next person you meet, then you're not looking hard enough, you know, and <laughs> that's always awesome. just a, I'm always just a big fan of, of just people and interacting and just being kind. And I think camp, that's like, you know, a given, like that's like, you know, a bar that everyone meets there, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's certainly a drum that, that a lot of you know great camps will, will beat. Um, and you know, some so, so important. What, so what would you tell a family or child or young person, staff member or a camper who has kind of no experience in this whole summer camp world? What would you tell them about getting into it? Like what are some of the challenges and, and what are some of the things that they can really you know, benefit from? Yeah. I mean, to start off with the challenges, I think it's, it's, it's that nervous feeling of like, will I fit in? It's mm. will I, uh, contribute to a culture at a, at a, at a camp will mm-hmm. i you know be myself there will i miss my parents a lot and that of course happens you know like my first year it wasn't it wasn't um the easiest in terms of you know i'm mm-hmm. very family oriented but you know that's obviously a challenge that you know everyone has to go through at some point like everyone's going to go through that moment where you're away from your family and i think that's definitely going to that's always a challenge um when i go away for the summer mm-hmm. um also, you know, I, I just think it's completely worth it at the end of the day. Um, and the positives being like you you meet new people. Like you say it all the time. Like we don't go to camp for the waterfront, for the pool, for the rec hall. I go to meet the people because the people are what make it worth it. 
So it's just like getting out of your comfort zone. And to any family that is remotely thinking about camp, I would simply say, go for it. Just <laughs> do it because it's just the most fulfilling thing that I've ever been a part of. You know, I'm 23 now and I still talk about camp here at home and I still do my best to add those, you know, the gratitude, attitude and courage. I, mm -hmm. I bring that back home. I'm a, I'm a coach here at home now here in White Plains and um, we have an end of season awards and I'm going to give a gratitude, attitude and courage award. to. Oh, nice. I love it. <laughs> so it's like just go for it because you're going to take things from camp and you're going to take you know, some things that maybe didn't go right. And you're mm -hmm. also going to take just amazing things that did go right. So, so you know. when you're coaching, you got, I know, a nine, nine and under boys and 11 and under girls that you're, you're coaching soccer with. Um, what's the difference of working with a kid, say for an hour and a half or two hour section of time versus, you know, being around them at camp? That's a great question because I actually was just talking about this with a fellow coach of mine um, not too long ago. We were uh, He was asking me, he was like, hey, listen, like you have so much patience for an hour and a half. Like, how do you do it? And I told him <laughs> like, an hour and a half is is a lot. You, you got to I'm going to humble you by telling you about what a camp like <laughs> because you are with them nonstop. So um the biggest difference being is like the stamina, you know, the stamina that, mm -hmm. that, that is required, you know, an hour and a half with with my girls um, and, and with my boys that I coach here at home is it's very, you know, to the point. Let's learn something. You know, it's mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a clear objective. And back at camp, there is a clear objective, but you approach it differently. You don't approach <laughs> it. You don't throw everything all in an hour and a half. You throw everything and you spread it out into a full day. Yeah. So any lessons that that or uh, that you'd want to, you know, tell the, the kids about, you don't put them in an hour and a half, you put them in a day and you let them, you know, at the end of the day, like my campers that I had my, my, my first year and, you know, even my campers that I had as a division head, they're going to make mistakes. And I told mm -hmm. my campers, it's it's OK for them to make mistakes. They just have to learn from it. You know, sometimes these these mistakes are are done not at their fault, but they're kids, they're, they're right. kids. Like they're gonna make <laughs> they need to learn. They need to learn. <laughs> and so, and the counselors are gonna make mistakes too. And they're in the oh, same boat. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a, a lot of people were under the impression um once I got promoted to a division head that it's like the division heads on top, and then under us it's the counselors, and then under yeah. us the kids. And it's very you flip that. You completely yeah. flip that. It's the counts the campers are at the very top, and the counselors are supporting the campers, and as a division head, you're supporting the counselors, you know? Yeah. And yeah, no, definitely the stamina, the stamina that it takes um, by far, because, again, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, like it's it, it's you're you're on, even though it might feel like you're off, but you're still very much on, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it I was telling, talking to somebody today about that. It really almost seems like it, it totally sets a new context of what hard work is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like. You know, you, you if these kids don't make it to breakfast, like that's on you. Like you have to be, <laughs> yeah. you have to be at, certain, at certain things. You almost feel like a parent already. And you just feel mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I want to make your summer great. Let's do it together. And let's let, let's let's all be at these amazing things that camp has to offer. From a staff standpoint, I mean, I think I know your answer, but from from working there, is it worth it? I mean, because it's long hours, it's hard work. I mean, the pay's not great, you know, yeah. but they're. But is it worth it? 
just for the simple reason that it's absolutely fulfilling. Like it's so Mm -hmm. fulfilling to, to know like that you're contributing to a kid's, not only their summer, like a lot of counselors sometimes tend to think, Oh, we're just adding to this, this summer. Like I very much remember my old counselors uh, Mm -hmm. and they were just amazing. And they, they impacted me far beyond the, the gates of camp. Like I still think of them to this day. Like sometimes like, wow, I had some amazing people to look up to, you know? And if, if for anybody that, that that's listening, that is even thinking about working at a camp and taking that next step, like, absolutely. Like I didn't think it could get much better as a camper. I remember thinking like, <laughs> there's no way this is the peak. This is the best of the best. And then I did it as a counselor and was like, okay, this is a new peak. Like, this is just, you're, you're having a fulfilling summer, but in a very, very different way. It's like, now I'm here to add and be that role model around camp and smile to the kids and have an impact that isn't just to the bunk in which I live. It's now to the 14, 15 kids that I'm living with. So, and when they, they, there's nothing better than being told, oh, you're one of my favorite counselors. Like, oh, man. <laughs> like you take yeah. it and you're like, wait, can you say it again? Just, just yeah, a little bit, a little bit louder. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it's funny. So I'm, I'm looking back over a couple of year old bunks and like when you were in there with John Billings and Austin Schultz and all these guys, your counselors now they're in their thirties. And that, yeah, so I was actually just, uh, we, we are actually in a group chat with one of our old counselors. His name is Kevin Christmas and he's telling us yep. about married and everything. And we're just like, what we thought we were getting older. Like right. our, our ex counselors are very much getting older. And by far, like one of my uh, most amazing counselors, it, there's, there's a top two and that has to be Waterfront Luis, who was, oh my, my gosh, my he was your counselor. He was my counselor back. Legend. Absolute legend. I couldn't have gotten luckier, especially with that language barrier that I mentioned. Like having him having him in my bunk was just amazing. And Pat Fitcher. Those were Oh my gosh, Pat. (laughs) Yeah, those were my counselors. And I still very much look up to them today. And it's just amazing to think like I was working with Luis last summer and this summer. Like that's crazy. And he woke us up with Bohemian Rhapsody every morning. Every single morning. And um, yeah. And then once I became a counselor, I absolutely kept that tradition going and woke up my kids with some Bohemian Rhapsody or some music. And they would wake up and start dancing from the moment they got up. And that's, I just found that really funny to. I, I, I bet your sister hates that back home. Oh, yeah. She's not a fan of it back home anymore. <laughs> she's not a fan of it back home anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and, now, and now like my, my sister goes to camp. My sister goes to camp Echo Lake in New York. I have a niece that goes to camp. We had a neighbor not, not too long ago that also was able to go to camp because of Mr. Suji and, and everything he's done for my family. So no, that's just awesome. We are now a camp family, which is crazy to say. <laughs> well, and the nice thing is, you know, if everybody's getting a little bit of camp and putting that back in the world around them, in my opinion, it's just going to make the world a better place. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I I've seen you know just me and my sister just like you know we always try to we always try to one up our camp. It's like no, my camp did this. It's like my camp did this. But at the end of the day, we don't realize it, but we're talking about the same things. Like we're learning yeah. things at these camps, and where she's adding it into her school life. You know, she's still in high school. My sister, who I love to death, and. I'm adding it into my work life, into my college life, and it's just like there's so much there's so much that we picked up on, and we use like even unconsciously, you know, it's, yeah. it's amazing. 
Oh, that's the good thing about it. And, and that, that goes on everywhere. Like you said, you, you start to get to the point where you realize, uh, you know, ton of camps do things very similarly, but they're all doing it for the, the same reason, which is to help create an, an incredible, memorable, lifelong experience for kids and frankly, staff members as well. And it, it works yeah. out beautifully. Yeah. And, and so, that's what I, you know, to any family member that might be listening, thinking, should I send my kid to a camp? It's like, yes, just trust me. Like my mom, I think she was trying to get rid of me my first summer, but <laughs> I think she genuinely, after like the second or third, she was like, please go back because I love the person you're be- like, you are becoming and the mannerisms you're bringing back. And I said, yes, I, I'm, uh, yes, I'm going to speak to Cole very, very soon. And <laughs> well, it was, it's always a pleasure to have you brother. Well, as always, I love having you around the campfire. In fact, um, I'm going to show that great picture of you uh, talking to the entire camp uh, at a campfire this summer. That yes. was, that was a, a chill moment for me. Like chills. I'm getting chills thinking about it right now uh, yeah. to see you come from, you know, the little guy you were to, you know, the great leader you are now. So brother, it's so much fun having you around the campfire. Thanks for spending some time with me, pal. Sounds good. I'll I'll see you next summer, Cole. Yes, you will. All right. I could have spoken for hours with Ore. In fact, I have several times. He's such a fantastic example of how summer camp can affect the trajectory of a young person's life. And this is all happening around the country, not just at Wequay, but it's happening everywhere around the country with supports from groups like Focus for a Future or Scope or all the other wonderful teachers and volunteers that help to open up the summer camp world so that more children can flourish. As we approach the holiday season here in the United States and, and everywhere around the world, I, I hope you'll consider supporting an organization that really purposefully and thoughtfully connects kids with summer camp. By supporting them, you can help change a life or a whole lot of lives for the better in a lot of great ways. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll leave a five-star review on whatever service you're using. The better the reviews, the more these ideas will spread. And please share it with a friend. Our Campfire Circle is big enough for everyone. Until we speak again, do good and be good. Thanks again to our friends at SCOPE for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. SCOPE stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. SCOPE campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting SCOPE. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support SCOPE.